All right, all right, all right. We are here and we are ready to go. It's the first community call for This Is Now. Uh, we're supposed to start uh, or to have started seven minutes ago now, but um, I'm here and waiting for people to come join us. I'm just going to, <laughs> this is, uh, the, the the types of situations where uh my, my mindset is uh like ready or not here we go right so uh that's what we're going to do here there's going to be a lot of that we're going to be plowing forward because that's the only thing we know so uh we're going to be starting uh and i'm just going to leave uh to to give people the opportunity to come in but uh, it's very important for me to keep things on schedule regardless of what happens. And that's going to be a theme. We're going to keep things as much as possible on schedule regardless of what happens because we're confident that over time uh, this whole thing is going to pick up momentum. And yeah, more and more people are going to join us. And I guess this first community call is the perfect metaphor for that. So. I just wanted to address a couple of uh, logistical and organizational issues uh, right now for the community call. I am concerned that maybe it was a bit short notice, but uh, we've been talking about this. So, uh, yeah, I hope it's it's not too short notice. And in fact, it's been a long time coming as far as I'm concerned. So there's that. and. Still, uh, to, to, to make it uh, convenient for everybody to attend, we're going to have probably discussions in the general chat to try to see uh, if, uh, if uh, the, the particular time that we have set right now works for most people or everybody. And I'm even thinking about uh, trying to separate like to have two community calls so that people from different uh, sides of the world can have a convenient time for them to attend. So that's on the organizational front. So we're going to, to figure out how to do this uh, as gracefully as we can. And so that right there is the mission. And yeah, we have so much to figure out, so much to figure out and these uh, simple organizational things are part of that all right so uh it's uh, in two minutes we're going to really get into it so i'll continue to <laughs> ramble a little bit here uh hopefully this already provides some clarity or value and yeah but in two minutes we're going to get into this regardless of what happens because that's how we do it Relentlessness is uh, the, the core value that we have to adopt as a community to achieve the big vision and really uh, overcome the, the odds that we, <laughs> that we have to deal with in the realization of this vision. Yeah, so that's essentially uh, how we're going to operate. We are going to be relentless about this. So in one minute, we're going to be off to the races and uh, yeah, I'm just going to uh, 
pause here for a little bit and let people join uh, and in a few seconds we're going to start all right all right all right let's do this so um i, I i've tried to structure this community call uh into five parts and uh, if you come in please make yourself comfortable and i just i'm just going to establish the agenda for this community call and uh, by the way i'm going to start or oh, i've already started a recording just in case this is my contingency plan just in case nobody shows up <laughs> so uh yeah, I want to make sure that people do have the recording. Maybe we can show up synchronously, but we can still have this community community call in an async fashion. So I want to establish a very clear agenda here. And so our agenda is five parts and they break down in the following way. So we're going to talk about the mission for this community and the value proposition the execution, the vision, and the distinction. And so those are the five key uh, topics on the agenda today. The mission, the value proposition, the execution, the vision, and the distinction. All right, let's get into this. But first, I wanted to give a bit of a, of a background on who I am. By the way, this is Jesse Morningstar speaking and yeah i'll be your <laughs> host and stewards on this community call and yeah i'll be your servant throughout the the life and legends that this community hopefully the legend that this community is going to forge uh, for itself so and it's important to me to give you a bit of background on who i am and uh, so that you kind of can have uh, an opportunity to connect as well, because I truly believe in showing up to this as a human being, a person, like a regular person. So uh, I, I, not just an icon that people uh, <laughs> interact with on Discord, but as a real individual, right? So background on me who am i so i just start uh, a bit with my education uh, i'm passionate about understanding how the world works and why it works the way it does and so this led me to become very curious about uh, science and numbers in general and this it's it's not just science and numbers when it comes to uh, the, the laws of the universe and uh, like physical phenomena and principles. It's the, the part of how the world works that fascinates me the most is the part that involves human beings, uh, societal dynamics almost, right? Civilizational structures and uh, paradigms. That's what interests me, especially when it comes to value creation. Why is that the case? I was not born uh, 
uh, in a wealthy family, uh, to, to put it mildly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's one of those things as you grow up, you're like, why is the world this way? Uh, why can I see that there are super hardworking people, uh, diligent, honest, people with integrity, people who are brilliant, people with talent who are actually not uh, being rewarded for their efforts. That's, that was at least part of, of the, the initial fascination that I had with value creation and how society works. And so all of those initial conditions uh, led me to become very uh, curious about uh, the principles, the mathematical principles of value creation, right? I was curious to know if there was a mathematical basis to value creation and how, and I, I thought that if I could crack that, well, I not only had the answer to my own predicaments as a young kid or man uh, at the time, and I could also have uh, the solution to issues that many people deal with. And so that became the, the journey there uh, to try to figure out how the world works and more specifically whether uh, value could be created on the basis of mathematical, predictable, dependable, scalable principles. And as a result, I ended up studying uh, economics in college. So uh, that was fun. That's, that was very interesting. Uh, it was a really, really amazing time in my life because so many things that I could not explain or that I always thought about turned out to actually have real principles behind them. And yes, uh, to, 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 to my delight, they could be understood and modeled mathematically. And that was very uh, exciting to me. And the most important thing I learned uh, during my time in college studying economics was how we create value uh, at scale as large groups of people, because that's actually what I was obsessed, almost obsessed about, uh, because I could see that, okay, we, we to, to a certain extent, we've already figured out how to create value as, um, as a community, right? How to, sorry, as individuals, right? How to create value as indi in individuals, we've already figured that out. And so the question becomes, okay, can we create value as a collective? That's what people refer to as equality, I think, uh, when they, they look at financial inequality or the asymmetries in, in wealth creation, and they say, okay, we need equality. But I think that's the end game for many people, but how do you get there? You, you can't get there by the methods that people generally uh, advocate. Because if we could get there by, by those methods, we would already be there, right? So it, it's going to take some degree of innovation to get there and uh, understanding of deeper principles, right? So to me, when I was in college, at least I was given the principles, right, for how people can create value at scale and what allowed us to create value at scale. Ultimately, the, 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 the fundamental principle is quite simple. It's called productivity growth, right? Uh, we, we are able to, 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 to create value at scale as collectives, uh, as a collective through 
up by creating increases in productivity. And the way we do that is, for example, Adam Smith, the famous economist, talked about speci specialization, right? And uh, again, that specialization is, it depends on uh, structuring uh, almost collectives in a specific way so that the individuals get the opportunity to focus on these very narrow tasks, but in a way that increases their productivity so that uh, more value is created. And this is where, if you're familiar with the work of Adam Smith, it gives a very interesting illustration of these increases uh, when he talks about uh, his example of the the pin factory, right? And uh, dramatic uh, increases in out increase in output that they are able to achieve thanks to specialization. So, and uh, yeah, if, if there was an audience now, it, it, now this is started to to, to <laughs> I, I I I had the the, the intention to, to 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 have a community call today, but it turns out that we're going to start a podcast or something. So I'm all for it. Let's go. Uh, if uh, what I wanted to say is that if there was uh, uh, people in the audience, or if there were people in the audience right now, uh, I, I would open up this this particular section for questions uh, because I, I realize we've waded into uh, a quote unquote specialized uh, field there uh, when I, I made those references to Adam Smith's work. And so, bottom line is that that specialization is one uh, way we inc dramatically increase productivity. But the second way, which is very powerful, which I learned in college, is industrialization, right? So uh, by mechanizing the process of uh, value creation as much as we can, we are able to increase the productivity of the individual. And we're, in fact, able to free them from so many uh, hard tasks and manual labor, really, so that they can focus more on these narrow specialized tasks that uh, require uh, that, that actually require a degree of, sp of specialization. All right, so we've got someone in the audience just now. I'm just going to <laughs> greet uh, Jameson's. Hi, Jameson's. I hope you're doing great. So uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm just going to give a bit of context here. Uh, we are relentless in this community uh, and we want to keep things on schedule. So uh, I'm just talking to Jameson here. Uh, this uh, community call is being recorded. Those who are going to listen to the recording already are going to have context uh, on what I said previously, but I just want to give Jameson's context as he, he just jumped in here. So yeah, we're, we're, we're relentless and we have to keep things on schedule. And so uh, I realized that the community call was uh, scheduled a bit uh, on a short notice, uh, but that's uh, uh, the result of uh, uh, the complex set of events that we, we need to manage to, to make all of this value creation process happen. And so I, I understood that uh, it could be a challenge for many people, especially uh, time-wise. Time and so, uh, yeah, this was very tentative, but uh, we had to roll with it uh, to, to really, in a very disciplined way, regardless of what happens. So we're very glad that you're here. 
and there is a recording. So those people who are not attending right now are going to benefit from that. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for showing up. And yeah, this is the, the edge of glory where uh, we navigate uncharted territory and ultimately we're going to make it to uh, a very historic uh, and meaningful victory here. All right, back to what I was talking about. We are talking about my background so that people understand a bit more about uh, who's behind this and who's really uh, spearheading the whole value creation process. So I was talking about the fact, uh, my education, what I studied in college, why I was, um, and what I was learning as I was uh, studying economics uh, as my major. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I was studying value creation, uh, whether or not we could um, have mathematical principles that allow us to predict uh, how we whether or not we can create value at scale. And if there were such uh, principles, how we could best uh, leverage them to transform the lives of many people, uh, as many people as we can. So that's what I'm talking about now just when or what I was talking about just when you jumped in. And yeah, we, 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 we're going to press on, uh, plow forward. Yeah, so I started learning about the first principle I learned is uh, specialization. We're able to unlock uh, massive levels of value creation through specialization. The second uh, way is through industrialization. Industrialization indeed uh, unlocks people's productivity and just takes it to the next level. So those are the two ways we do that. We, do, uh, we, we create value at scale through specialization mainly and industrialization. I know for many people industrialization is not sexy, but uh, the truth is that industrialization is a game changer. It reduces costs, uh, transaction costs across the board, makes things that would probably be accessible only to the wealthy, to uh, everybody, essentially. Uh, for example, the, the, the device that you're using right now is a product of industrialization. And if it weren't for industrialization, it probably wouldn't be affordable to you. But you're able to leverage all of those benefits and the value that comes from it because of the dramatic uh, cost reductions and productivity increases that industrialization provides. So I learned about all of these things while I was uh, studying economics and I became very curious about industrialization because I could see that uh, throughout history when you take a secular view of uh, the, the, the evolution of societies and civilizations, by secular view I mean long-term view, big picture view, uh, you, you notice that uh, there have been many industrial revolutions over t like throughout history and they always take different forms at every stage. Uh, or in other words, there have been many attempts to bring about new paradigms of mechanization. So to me, my, you know, we, we were doing that specifically to increase uh, human productivity, right? So there have been, I can rephrase that even better, there have been multiple attempts to dramatically increase the productivity and therefore value creation potential of the individual through mechanical means in many different ways throughout history. And so to me, it became very interesting to try to figure out how we're going to do that next. 
how are we as a civilization going to attempt to create uh, this greater potential for value creation for individuals in the future? And that I was asking myself that question around 2009, 2010. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it led me to really realize something that the, we didn't, we no longer had just a process when it came to, or when it comes to industrialization, we no longer had just a mechanical process. We had something else involved and that something else was software that increasingly the process of productivity increased involved software on a large scale. In fact, most mas machines, we weren't interacting with them uh, directly anymore. We were interfacing with software and it was really software that was interacting and uh, operating the machinery. And so while I was studying that uh, in college, economics in college, I realized, okay, my next move naturally has to be uh, something related to software. And when I, I, that's when I transitioned into, uh, from economics to computer science, right? So I have those key uh, bases of knowledge in my background. And I wanted you to know that so that uh, you can understand where I'm coming from uh, with, uh, as I'm approaching all of these uh, various issues that we're going to have to deal with as we build this community. So I have that in my background, economics and uh, computer science. And so that's uh, a bit of a background on me and the mission for me as I go through life, it's a very, very simple uh, mission really. It's to figure out mathematical ways and principles that we can leverage to really create value at scale or value for as many people as possible. That's been like my obsession. How do we use mathematics or principles that are very predictable to create value for as many people as we can? And uh, yeah, now that you have that background, uh, let's get, and my personal mission, let's get into the mission of this community. Remember at the beginning, as we were talking about the agenda, I explained that we would have uh, five. We, we do have five uh, sections to this uh, community call. The mission for this community, the value proposition, what we're going to offer the world as a community, the execution, that's the third section, how we're going to make all of that happen, how we're going to materialize that mission and value proposition, and then the vision, the compelling end game that, that we're working towards. And finally, the distinction, why all of this matters and why it's not going to be like anything else that you've been part of or that you've experienced before. And so those are the five sections to this call, the mission, the value proposition, the execution, the vision, and the distinction. So let's jump into the mission. The mission is quite simple. Uh, it's to build a real community. Uh, I do have a, a show on the Noun Square, uh, which is like the core media company in the Nouns ecosystem. And on my last show, this is really one subject that we touched on. Uh, what is a community? And are we really part of a community? 
So that's a very, very important thing. So for me, it starts, first of all, with the simple idea that people connect based on needs. So to me, a community is, first of all, a mechanism for connecting to people, to a group of people, so that you can have your needs met like with efficiency. Right. So that's what we do. Like when we talk about a community, we're really talking about a platform for achieving fulfillment in an efficient way. That's my defini definition of a community. And the way we do that is by uh, exchanging and or like offering something and then uh, reciprocating when something is offered to us. That fundamental dynamic of offer and reciprocation which is based on connection, is what establishes a community, especially when you wrap all of that into a paradigm of communication that is more uh, dynamic, friendly, personal, and sometimes even intimate. That's when you get a community. I don't want to be too abstract about this, so I want to bring it really down to earth. Uh, a community is where you can be heard, and what you're struggling with can basically be less of a burden because you have other people who are willing to help you deal with those struggles. And uh, that's what we want to create here. And I'm, I feel very strongly about that because there's a reason why people are involved in Web3. It's not all fun and games for people. For some people, this is existential. They're trying to make... a. a create a better life for themselves. They're trying to figure out whether or not there exists a better way to make a living to achieve their dreams. So it's not all fun, fun and games for people. And I know like we often have this culture of degens and aping into things, but I've observed uh, the, the people in the space for, for a while. And I know that there are real stakes for many people uh, in this ecosystem. Uh, they're in it to really win it. And there are consequences if they can't do that. So as a community uh, builder, I, to me, that's where I have to start to understand what are the stakes for the people that are coming to this table that we're setting here and how we can meaningfully serve them and help them meet their needs and overcome their disadvantages and the obstacles that keep them from living their best life. And that's the mission here. That's what we're going to create. Right? We're going to start small, but ultimately we're, we're absolutely ambitious and very aggressive about how we're going to go, uh, to, to, to go about achieving this, this very, very necessary uh, mission. Right? So that's a community right there. Yeah. So m most importantly, I want to uh, underscore something here that one thing that kind of... Uh, bothers me about the nouns ecosystem. Yeah, I, I shouldn't say that. This is a very <laughs> politically uh, loaded uh, subject. But yeah, I, I, I try to be honest and I'm going to be honest with you. So one thing that I don't really like about this ecosystem, it's oblivious to the fact that most people are not haves quote-unquote, most people are have-nots. And that's why they're in it. They're trying to become haves. They're, they're trying to create something for themselves. 
And so my priority here is to create a space where have-nots can thrive. We don't assume that you're going to come here to offer something. Just the opposite. We assume that you're coming, you're coming here to get something. And so the, 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 the mission for the whole community here to us, what it means to be a real community, is to welcome the have-nots so that we can set them up for flourishing and thriving. That, to me, is a real community. And that's what we're going to be building. And this concludes this first section on the mission. And I hope that it provided a bit more clarity about the philosophy of what we're doing here and how we intend to connect and interface with you as a real human being with real needs, with real risks that you're dealing with, and with real consequences to your decisions. And we are just going to make sure that all of your hopes and aspirations are truly validated and really uh, realized uh, within reason, right? And so that's, that's really the, the, the game that we're playing here. And it's a very serious game. We're saying, we're, I'm calling it a game because I want us to have uh, a playful approach to these very serious existential things. So now, this leads us to the value propositions, uh, which is the second section of this community call. So what is the value proposition? Well, the interesting thing is that this collection that we all bought into is exactly that. It's an attempt to, <laughs> which is ironic, really, when you think about it. It's an attempt to express the value proposition uh, of the nouns ecosystem in a compelling way. And this is why it's called, this is nouns. In, another word, in other words, this is what we have to offer. And when you uh, watch the video, uh, you are going to, the, the main takeaway there is nouns fund ideas. I don't know, like I, I've probably watched that video a hundred plus times now because I, I've been really trying to, 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 to get a play by play of, okay, where did we go wrong? Uh, and whether or not there were clues for doing things right in the video itself. And to me, I kind of, again, I'm going to make a politically loaded uh, statement here. I kind of became very dissatisfied with the value proposition, uh, somewhat, not very, somewhat dissatisfied with the value proposition in the video because I felt it, it, it didn't go deep enough. And to a certain extent, it wasn't compelling enough. So the value proposition in the video is nouns fund ideas. You're going to hear that a bunch of times uh, if you uh, watch the video again. And that's the value proposition. Hey, nouns fund ideas. The concept being that if you come to the community with your ideas, you're going to have a governance mechanism that is going to ensure that those ideas are vetted and funded. Right? So that already introduces many components that are not in the video. The governance system, how does it work? What are its complexities? What are its inputs and requirements and caveats and all that? So it doesn't make it in the video and that's, that's, that, that's not the point, right? So the point is communicating a clear value proposition. But that value proposition is in fact conditional, right? On everything that's not in the video, which is what's so interesting to me. And this is why it's a bit dissatisfying to me because 
when people hear that value proposition, they have many assumptions that may not align with what the culture of the ecosystem is really like. And I'm, I think this is something that many people who came through uh, the, the who came into the, the community through that particular collection experienced that their expectations and assumptions were just at odds with the culture and the operating principles of the community. And so to me, that became a very interesting case study for an, an opportunity really to refine the, the value proposition of the ecosystem. And this is what I, after much reflection, I ended up crystallizing. It shouldn't be, well, maybe it should be nouns fund ideas, but the beauty of this ecosystem is that the community we're building here gets to push the, the, the envelope on that. We're not just going to fund ideas because that's not exactly true. Nouns don't fund any ideas. They're looking for a very specific type of idea that's going to be built by a very specific type of person. Ultimately, nouns is really trying to fund excellence. That's what really it comes down to when I really took everything into account. But the, the thing of, about excellence is it's expensive. So already for nouns to fund you, you need to already have spent a lot in time and effort and research and so many things so before you're, you, you have something worth funding by the nouns ecosystem. And so that creates, that requirement for excellence creates a barrier to entry. That's the ultimate barrier to entry for any kind of funding ultimately, right? And so to me, it became clear that instead of having a mechanism that only selects for excellence in its finished form so that it can fund that, it was better to start with uh, to, to meet people where they are and help them get to excellence, fund them so that they can get to that excellence, not fund them after they've reached excellence or some form, some kind of excellence. So the value proposition for this community we're go is going to be the following. We're going to build on that baseline that the nouns ecosystem is established and we're going to take it further to make it more accessible to everybody. And so we, this is nouns, and we nurture greatness. Now that's, that's the value proposition. We are going to nurture greatness as a community because greatness is the, the state, the most optimized state for value creation imaginable. That's what we want to do. We want to reach an optimized state of value creation, but we understand that getting there is very expensive, very challenging, but that's the end game. So how do we get there? Nurturing. We need to take, start with people where they are, nurture them so that they can achieve that state, that optimized state of value creation, right? That ultimate state of productivity on their own terms. Now that's our value proposition. We're going to nurture great, greatness so that people can create value and show up passionately and impactfully in the world on their own terms. That's the value proposition. So now, how are we going to do that? 
this leads us to the third section, which is the execution, right? And here we're going to talk about deliverables, what this community is going to really be working on, what it's already working on, what we're cooking up and how we're going to deliver value, create and deliver value to you and for you. All right, so uh, I'm just going to check on the agenda for today uh, and we're going to look at, uh, as I promised, five compelling possibilities for developing a historic level of utility for this collection. And we're going to talk about the white paper and details surrounding its release. And we're going to uh, open up for questions, if there's questions. And uh, yeah, and then we're going to talk about how we're going to establish uh, nouns as, uh, this is nouns, as the most inspiring, most attractive, and the most pre prestigious um, part of this uh, ecosystem. I'm just going to give you a bit of a of a of a primer on how the nouns ecosystem is structured, because many people may not understand it, and and that's that's actually very important and very crucial to really seeing why we have we are perfectly positioned to truly be the most prestigious and most attractive and um, most productive part of the nouns ecosystem. So the nouns ecosystem is, uh, is structured in sub DAOs. So we don't, you'll notice, I don't say, I'm not saying nouns DAO, I'm saying the nouns ecosystem. So nouns DAO is like the OG of all the DAOs in the nouns ecosystem. It's the model. And the model was designed to bootstrap, as it said on the, 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 the official page, to boost, bootstrap identity community treasury, right? So that's what nouns, the OG uh, DAO was uh, designed to do as an experiment. And the mission was whenever people want to build new identity systems, new communities, and new ways of pooling resources, in other terms, new ways of building a treasury, they would have a reference point to do that. A reference point that they could fork, which is what nouns DAO really is. They, 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 they set some parameters for bootstrapping identity, community, and treasury. And then they say, okay, it's, we're going to make this available to anyone who wants to do this, right? But build an identity system, a community, uh, which is uh, 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 a rich set of resources available, financial resources available to it. And they did that and uh, they basically l built the infrastructure to achieve this and established a the most permissive license uh, so that people could come in and just take whatever they want from that particular infrastructure and use it to build new DAOs that are going to be based on that very specific model that that OG DAO uh, essentially pioneered. And that's the nouns ecosystem. People doing that, coming in, looking at the uh, at nouns DAO and its model, and then replicating that. That's how this ecosystem expands, right? And so it's in fact encouraged. There are multiple DAOs in, in this ecosystem and it's very encouraged. They all, uh, they all fork nouns 
uh, that infrastructure and then they put different spins on that. And we are going to do something similar. Uh, I don't want to go too far from the original model because Nouns DAO itself is still an experiment that is maturing as you've seen and there are many mistakes that, that are being made and to me there's still potential there. We can still evolve this OG DAO itself to become some uh, a mature global brand and establish a model for that. That's what I'm interested in. How can we use this infrastructure to build a global brand that is accessible to everybody and it's not just a brand in this profit maximizing uh, type of way, but it's a brand in a social human, human and connection based uh, uh, type of model, right? It's, it's a brand that actually uh, facilitates social uh, progress. So that's on a global scale. That's what I'm interested in. And I think we have a lot of opportunities for exploration when it comes to doing that with nouns DAO itself. So I don't want to stray too far from that model. And I want to reassure you that we'll be doing a lot of things with nouns DAO itself. But at the same time, the very birth of this collection and everything that followed from that, and in, in fact, the very difference in culture that exists uh, here uh, that organically developed based on the temperament and the backgrounds and the needs of the people who have uh, united to form this community, that difference in culture sets us up to be our own uh, community within the nouns ecosystem. And that's happening with the blessing of the nouns ecosystem. So I just wanted to reassure you of that. And yes, and this is where we're going to get into that execution, how we're going to execute things as part of the nouns ecosystem and what are the um, opportunities for collaborations, uh, partnership, and uh, even downright innovation that we have within this ecosystem, all right? So let's talk first about utility. First, we, we're going to start with the collection itself and we're going to talk about utility because this is what people are really curious about or anxious about even, right? So we, have, uh, we are exploring five compelling possibilities when it comes to creating utility. Now, I'm not going to, to be honest, I'm not going to reveal everything because there's, uh, there's alpha here and there are very profound implications to some of the things we're developing. So we're just going to touch on part of them, but this is by no means, these five compelling possibilities are not even close uh, to being the, on the only things we're exploring right now. The, to, to, to put it in another uh, way, uh, these are not, this is not an exhaustive list of what we're working on, but we just wanted to highlight a few things that we think are very different from what's being done in the ecosystem and even in the entire NFT market. So five compelling possibilities uh, or five compelling avenues for uh, creating and delivering utility. So the first one aligns, let's talk about the first one now. The first one aligns very closely to um, 
this model of um, community building that we're very invested in, right? We want to build a very strong, very real community. And people generally uh, come to a community because it offers them resilience. Let me expand on that. So life is hard for many people and it's unpredictable. And in fact, the reason why many people can't make it is because whenever they're, they're, they have a good run, things are starting to work out for them. Something unexpected is going to happen. It's going to come with costs. It's going to come with complications. It's going to just mess everything up. And then they're back at square one fighting with emergencies, unexpected costs, and uh, all of the mess that comes with that. I've, I've observed this, and I, I may be wrong, but I think this is what keeps many people in a loop of survival, right? Where whenever they pick up momentum and they're, they're, things are starting to come together, something happens, it's a tragedy or it's an emergency, and it comes with costs and it comes with complications, and it brings them back to rock bottom or something like that. So for us, the number one form of utility that we're trying to develop is something that goes along the lines of social security. We want to create a safety net, a social safety net, where as an order of this collection, you're going to be entitled to certain services that you can rely on when you're facing a tragedy in your life or when you're facing an emergency or a messed up situation in your personal life and you have nobody to turn to. We want to create the infrastructure where you are comfortable, confident, and really uh, very, almost even compelled to turn to the community because you know they've got my back, not just in words, but because we have an infrastructure that takes care of those situations where people face emergencies, uh, tragedies, and just complications, complexities that come with day-to-day -day living. To us, that's very important because that, increases, that increase in resilience provides stability to people. Once people have that level of stability, psychological stability, and even social stability, then they have a foundation on which they can really begin to come up with the best ideas they can possibly generate and even be more productive so that uh, they are a force for good in the world. And we want to have many people operating that way in this ecosystem. We think just providing that baseline of stability, if we're successful with that alone, it's a game changer. Nobody is thinking about social security in this space, and yet we're talking about being communities. I'm talking about the Web3 uh, space in general. We have endless amounts of resources here. We are the 1%, right? And there are many people who are uh, coming to this space because they're trying to make it. And there's even the WAGME uh, slogan, right? Uh, people are trying to make it. And why aren't they making it? Because they're dealing with messed up situations, emergencies, and complications in their lives. So let's create an infrastructure that supports people when they're dealing with the unexpected, especially the most negative uh, forms of unexpected development in their personal lives. So we're going to be fleshing out a, social, uh, a system of social safety nets that is going to be uh, 
very much close to uh, social security. And the, the goal here is to try to make it global. There is no global social security system. To me, it's so interesting. That to me informs me that there is no global community that truly exists yet. And we get to pioneer that if we're successful with this utility. And obviously there's a lot of compelling things we can do with social security and how it's even going to expand the community. So that's going to be the, and that is in fact the first uh, possibility that we're exploring. How are we going to create a system of social uh, safety nets that are going to even not only support the members of the community, but attract people who don't know yet about Web3 or NFTs, how it's going to attract them towards this particular community specifically, because it offers them a level of stability that they cannot achieve on their own, and maybe not even through government uh, uh, support. And yeah, just starting from there, right? So to me, that's very, very important. And that's in alignment with our mission for uh, for genuine community building. And the second uh, utility, uh, the second compelling possibility for developing utility is uh, again in alignment with value creation. We want to provide opportunities for people to gain high paying, passion-based employment uh, opportunities or positions. Right. So there is a lot of people that like, when you really think about it, one common theme in our society is that very few people actually have jobs that they love, that they're passionate about, that they're excited about going to every single morning. Of course, there's a massive loss when somebody has to show up to a productive activity that they don't have uh, love for or they're not wholehearted or passionate about. There's a tremendous opportunity cost there. And we're not computing that opportunity cost. They could be doing this other thing where they would be passionate and therefore they would create a lot more value. So it's a net positive for society to make sure that we have an infrastructure that allows people to find high paying jobs that are passion based and that align with their value systems. So that again is something that I don't see many people working on in Web3. And yet in Web2, people are really trying to figure that out. To me, it's already a lag there. And yet with the community model that we, we have here, we have very rich social networks where we can really help each other find those positions where that are high paying and uh, that are going to give us the opportunity to show up in as the most passionate, most creative, most radiant version of ourselves. So that's uh, another uh, avenue or possibility for value creation that we're going to be pursuing. So how does it, how is this going to work concretely? I'm going to give you an example. You've been introduced to PropHouse and <laughs> I see that a lot of people had an underwhelming experience uh, when it comes to PropHouse. Um, I noticed that a lot of people weren't excited. So PropHouse, however, is very powerful. Uh, it's definitely an acquired taste, and I think we should change that. One of the contributions that we're trying to make here is to optimize uh, the, 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 
the infrastructure that we already have in the nouns ecosystem so that more it's accessible and uh, appealing and attractive to more people. So we're going to be working with Propouse and in the in this context of high paying passion based employment opportunities, here's what a, a, a strong idea that we're working with. We're going to be reaching out to uh, the team that manages Propouse um, in conversation with uh, various members of that team. We're going to create our own house, the This Is Downs community, and we're going to have a very specific, we're going to be running grounds, funding grounds, with a very specific style and uh, theme. It's going to be the proposals that people are going to make in those uh, rounds are going to be proposals that go something like this. Suppose that you're working in some position that you hate, you're like, okay, I, I don't want this job anymore. Uh, I think there's better for me out there. I want to explore better. You could write a proposal in these rounds where you just share about yourself, what you're working on, what's your position, and you propose what position you would want to have, what would be the most passionate uh, job, job position that you would like to work uh, as or on. And uh, you would essentially invite the community to uh, then activate the governance system to not only fund you as you're transitioning towards that position, right? As you're quitting this job to find another one. And not only that, but the community itself is going to leverage its network to actually find you the job that you're looking for. So essentially, we would be creating a novel kind of proposal where people essentially will propose the community uh, essentially to support them as they're quitting their job that are, they are less passionate about so that they can transition towards a, a job that they are more passionate about. And yeah, leveraging, le leveraging this will allow the community to leverage its network in this to optimize this job search um, process that is very stressful, very challenging for individual people. This is a very powerful way we can leverage community to create high paying passion based employment opportunities. So of course, there's, this is far more nuanced than that. So I look forward to uh, describing this in juicier details uh, on, uh, on a, in across various channels that are going to, to allow us to dive into those details. But for the sake of this conversation, I get you, I, 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 I think you get the idea. So what if you could propose to the community and ask them or submit a proposal to the community that asks uh, to help you transition towards a far more rewarding career path than the one you, you have right now. To us, we want to support that form of value creation, not just within the ecosystem, but outside the ecosystem, because we understand that whatever value you create outside the, the ecosystem is sooner or later going to find a way to flow back into the ecosystem. So we really want uh, to provide an infrastructure that helps people create value in a way that is most inspiring and uh, enlivening for them in the real world, IRL, right? So third, uh, utility creation um, opportunity. Uh, we're going to, I, I mentioned this earlier, uh, specialization is one of the ways we 
creates value at scale. So we're going to leverage the power of specialization through guilds. Yeah, uh, my favorite uh, part of history is uh, the Middle Ages. Uh, I, there are so many interesting things that happened in the Middle Ages. Uh, I'm obsessed about the Middle Ages. I, 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 I love history, so I, I, I've, I've read more books than I should have read, uh, and I, 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 more books than I would admit publicly about uh, the Middle Ages. And one thing that I'm really passionate about was this blend of specialization and creativity and community and social social support that was achieved through the institutions that we refer to as guilds. Those were very, very powerful institutions at the time, and they, in many ways, were the precursors of corporations. And so that, if you really study the Middle Ages, you will see that the guilds were like a key component to us actually enjoying the high standards of living that we do enjoy today. The guilds uh, were, uh, of, of the mediev medieval era were very instrumental in bringing about or setting the foundation for modern value creation processes. What's so interesting is that those were founded around uh, creativity and more specifically arts and crafts, which is very interesting. It's almost like we're repeating history but on a higher uh, scale, on a higher level as well. So we're going to take the model of value creation that comes, uh, that leverages the, the product productivity increases that specialization triggers. We're going to leverage that through guilds. We're going to establish guilds in this, um, in this ecosystem. For example, we want to start a guild for lawyers. Everybody sooner or later needs lawyers. As a member of the ecosystem we and a holder of a this is the This Is Nouns collection, we want to explore whether you can have access to certain baseline legal services and benefits for free. Because we have a part of the community that is, um, that is in fact, um, specializing in providing legal services, right? So that's one of the benefits that we want people to have, that they can tap into s people, professionals, people who have specialization, who are specialized in uh, providing certain services. And uh, we're going to extend that to uh, many, many other uh, things, uh, like, uh, for example, developers. Uh, there are many people who are developers in this space and who are looking for uh, ways to contribute value. And there are marketers as well. There are many professions, and we can bring all of these people together so that you, as a holder of this collection, can benefit from their specialization very free of cost. So that's going to be guilt. Also, events. We're going to talk about events. Uh, that's the fifth uh, way we're going to be generating utility and value for uh, this community. So um, I am currently in talks with, uh, in fact, uh, the person organizing NFT Tor Toronto is a, a Web3 friend of mine. We've had the opportunity to, co to connect and have very interesting conversations. They are part of this, the Nouns ecosystem. 
And so NFT Toronto is an event that's going to be taking place in uh, in June of this year. And they're, they're planning something very ambitious. And we're looking to leverage those uh, events to, to really see if they can be, how, how to use them as a platform for value, for delivering value to you, the community. So there's NFT uh, Toronto, as I mentioned, as an event that we're looking at. There's also NFT NYC as an event that we're really looking at. We've all actually talked already with the organizing team. Uh, we're, we're gathering information to see what we can uh, put together for that event. But there are many complexities there that we're working through. So we're trying to see how we can serve you as a community uh, when it comes to utility by giving you access to these interesting events, both based uh, around NFTs and beyond that, right? So, yeah, and I'm going to, right now I have the an offer to be a speaker, uh, one of the speakers in NFT NYC. Uh, I'm traveling. That's the, the one thing that I'm still trying to, to, to get right, my, my calendar. But once I get that right, I'm going to confirm with the community if uh, I'm going to be, in fact, taking that speaking offer for NFT NYC. But I, I very much want to do so so that we use the success stories that we're going to create here in this ecosystem t as a case study for presenting the power of community to a larger audience and hopefully attracting more people to, to this community that way. Uh, so yeah, we, we, we're going to leverage events uh, as a way to deliver community uh, utility for this community. So that's the fourth uh, model that we're using. And uh, yeah, and the f I, I talked about five compelling possibilities for delivering utility. We talked about social security, number one, a very innovative form and global form of social security that we're going to build towards. We talked about uh, a system of proposals that that is going to help individuals uh, rally the community uh, and leverage its support to find high-paying, passion-based employment opportunities. That's the second form of utility. Just as an as a, as a holder of this NFT, you can get access to a pool of employment of a, a opportunities that is highly exclusive. We talked about guilds. We talked about events just now. And uh, now we're going to talk about, this is more on the playful side, uh, the secret society, right? Uh, I've been thinking about this a lot. <laughs> and uh, I thought we, we, we need to add something fun in there. Uh, I don't think any community has explored this model of a secret society. But in a way, that's kind of what we're doing here. We're a bit of uh, open secret, like we're open secrets, but we want to explore this playful model of a secret society in a playful way, right? Just to, to see the, what the dynamics of curiosity and playfulness can, can help us achieve in terms of growth and engagement as a community. So we're going to have many, uh, many uh, benefits and so much value that we're going to deliver to uh, you holders of this uh, token and members of this community in general through this secret society model. 
and we're going to tell you more about that, right? So yeah, I guess there's always more to say about the secret society. That's what makes it a secret society. Yeah, so this is going to be secret society slash mastermind model where there's going to be uh, very important meetings and uh, information exchange uh, processes and channels that are going to give you access to uh, very valuable information. So for example, we're thinking about uh, using part of the treasury that we're going to, to, to build to enlist, enlist the best traders in the world, right? The very best traders in the world, those who are pro, like the, those who have a PNL sheet that proves that they know their stuff and have them as a guild within the community where people who are going to be members of this quote-unquote secret society can have access to what they're doing. What are the trading positions? What are their, their open trades? Wh how are they analyzing the market? You see, that's very valuable information that you wouldn't just put out there. So this would be one of the things that we're really seriously uh, already developing and uh, other things of that nature as well are in the works. So that's just one model. And then we're going to talk, and that's, that's the, the final model within this, this, uh, this, uh, this five stage utility uh, framework. So now that's essentially uh, how we're going to be generating uh, five very powerful ways we're going to uh, generate utility for the community. So then we are going to get into, uh, I'm going to check the agenda, how we're doing on that. Yeah, so this gives you an idea on the execution. We were uh, on the execution and uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm just checking the time. We're almost into an hour into this. So I'm going to really condense this and yeah, this really is just us riffing together and looking at some of the things that we're already exploring. And I want to then talk about the white paper at this particular point, right? So I'm wondering whether it would be more uh, appropriate to have a whole conversation about the white paper and details for releasing that. And um, that's, that's going to be really interesting. Uh, well, we're doing it live. We're making the decision now. All right, so I, I'm just going to touch on that right now. So the white paper, what is it about? This is a very important part of the execution. Uh, it's essentially, it's, it shares more about what we're executing. Now, this is hardcore stuff, okay? So how we're going to create value, economic value for holders of this collection. We have a simple model, right? That we're designing, the model is simple, but it's the, the engineering of it is by no means simple. Essentially, it's a model that facilitates the creation of liquidity. Because if we, we, we have liquidity and make it ac accessible to uh, token holders in the community, that that really can make a difference. We can transform dramatically how markets operate because if you have liquidity 
and then you work on designing new uh, price discovery mechanisms and new transaction models, you can transform how the an entire market works. And that's really what the white paper is about. It's about transforming how the the entire NFT market works so that the conflicts of interest that, that are designed into the infrastructure of the market are eliminated and new mechanisms uh, are established to in a way that actually delivers tremendous amount of value to uh, players like the, the collectors like you or speculators, right? So that's really the, the idea there. It's a, I know it's a high level idea. It's, a, it's an abstract idea. And that's why we're writing a white paper for that so that we break that idea down into how we're going to execute that. How is it that we're going to create a mechanism, for example, for raising floor prices that is efficient, elegant, and even exponential in some cases. So all of those things are going to be addressed in the white paper. And this is already part of what we're executing on. Uh, we're going to be building, uh, we're, we're actually already building smart contracts. We're going to be building more infrastructure to support new forms of markets and new kinds of transactions models. Uh, that around NFTs that are going to unlock just value on a scale that that is unprecedented, right? So we cannot. This is very conceptual. Uh, again, I apologize because to to be able to talk about all of these details will require us to get technical and very mat mathematical, and that's why we're actually writing the, the the white paper because it's the appropriate way to do this and to show the community how we're going to deliver value. And so uh, we talked about the, the vision earlier. We touched on that. And I'm going to just bring it together. Now we're going to the fourth and final, uh, the, the fourth part of uh, this, or fourth section of this call bef before we get to the last uh, and final part, the vision. The vision is simple. We want to build a community for the have-nots, a place where people can come to find what they lack, whether it is good ideas, support, financial support, uh, talents that they don't have, an infrastructure to create value at scale, work opportunities, uh, connections with interesting people, funding, and whatever else. People, just like you feel that the they are missing whatever missing pieces they have in their lives. Whatever obstacle keeps them, in fact, from living their greatest life, right? We want to aggregate all of those things and bring them into a, an elegant, an efficient, and uh, inspiring model uh, that's, or inspiring uh, ecosystem or community that people can just tap into and uh, leverage and really um, draw from. Yes, that's that's the idea. I, I really want to take drive this home. Uh, we want to build something that 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 provides, not something that extracts. Right, and that's the vision. Like we are building this for the have-nots, 
and therefore it has to be a system that provides. Obviously, we have to co coordinate as a community to build that pool of good ideas, of support, of infrastructure, of opportunity, of funding. But ultimately, it's going to be in a way that delivers uh, uh, these resources to people who need them most so that they can live their best life. So that's the vision right there. And we're going to do it in a way that's going to allow us to essentially be this extremely, extremely unique and uh, very distinguished part of the nouns ecosystem. We're going to, in other words, establish this community as the most inspiring, the most attractive, and the most prestigious part of the nouns ecosystem. So that's the vision, to help people, quote-unquote, the have-nots, get everything they need to live their best life while becoming part of the most prestigious part of the nouns ecosystem. That's the vision right there. And there's a lot more to be articulated there, but for a start, that's what we have. And together, we're going to just continue to refine this, continue to develop this into something that is truly irresistible, even uh, into a value proposition and a vision that is compelling that captures the, the imagination and that really unleashes uh, our ambitions to an unprecedented level. And so that also covers the distinction, right? I really wanted to take time to talk about the distinction. So you're going to see that we're going to do things very, very differently uh, around here. Uh, and that really is part of the ethos of progress and innovation that we really, really want to put at the center of this ecosystem, of this community that we're building here. Distinction. We are going to do things differently to meet the needs of people just like you, optimally. As optimally as humanly possible. And that's going to be the distinction. We're going to focus on needs, and then we're going to innovate around real human needs. That's the distinction here. Beyond all of these mechanisms that we're going to design, beyond all of these Web3 things, we look at you as a human being first, right? Who comes to the table with hopes, fears, and aspirations, and even bad experiences. And we really want to create a platform where all of these things uh, are really taken off your back and really accounted for almost so that you don't feel like you're in this fight for making it all by yourself. And that's the power of a community, right? That really is the power of the community. It makes the, 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 the process of uh, carrying the load of life uh, not just lighter, but in fact, enjoyable and pleasant. And so that's going to be the distinction here where we have many, many things that we're innovating on. It's going to be, uh, 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 as always, uh, 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 a humble beginning, but uh, it's, it's by no means the, the way things will always be. We are headed for glory. Mark my words on that. We really are. 
and I really want you to be a part of this adventure uh, all the way to that point where uh, all of this shaky start and uncertain beginning and modest beginning actually becomes part of a legend of something that is unlike anything else that's come before it. And that's the distinction that we're going to achieve here with this community and this collection. There is a lot more to be said, but I'm going to be mindful of your time and I am going to uh, wrap it up there. There's so much more to be said. And again, here, I'm, I just jumped into this call and shared with you, uh, had this heart to heart uh, sharing of ideas with you. And yeah, this is a starting point. This really is a starting point. Uh, and this is, in a way, <laughs> the, the where we decide to make miracles happen. Uh, I, I, I kind of la laugh at that because I, I just, a couple of days ago, I was watching um, Top Gun, Maverick. Uh, I, I love the movie. Uh, I love, I, I really do. It's, it's one of those movies that I'm super excited about. Uh, that I've be, it's iconic. And I love the, the fact that in the movie, they, the, the, almost the whole movie revolves around this very desperate situation where they have to execute perfectly. And that perfection in execution is almost, uh, almost amounts to performing miracles, right? That's how it almost feels like at times working on this project but it's exciting, right? And this is w exactly the, the point that I'm trying to make. Sometimes just taking a few steps is the miracle. And this is the starting point. We're going to just build on this, build on these ideas, build on the technology that we already have, continue to build on the ideas that we have to, um, to, to really create something that no one could have ever expected. And so thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for listening in. Thank you so much for those who show, showed up to this first community call. And yeah, it's the start of something truly, truly interesting, to say the least. Truly promising. And ultimately, we want to make it something transformative and uh, game-changing for as many people as possible. So then we... I'm just going, before we wrap up here, I'm just going to cover what's next. So we are looking at the release of uh, the white paper this week. Uh, we are building, we're going to give you more info on that, the exact date, but it should be within three days or uh, on Valentine's Day, exactly. So uh, time zones and travel, I'm traveling right now, so that's going to be the, the main determining factor right there. And uh, that's one, number one. Number two, we're going to be uh, continuing to build um, the community. So we have a community manager that we're hiring. We're in the process, initial talks and arrangements for that. So we're going to be bringing in community managers uh, in the, f to, to really take care of this community and its needs. So we're going to have our first one and you're going to be introduced to uh, the community manager on probably our next community call. 
or even sooner than that. And yes, we're going to also start building uh, more channels. Specifically, I talked about the guilds and the fact that you can draw from professional uh, services and uh, really obtain already utility from as a holder by by having specialized people with specialized skill sets that you can uh, rely on or consult with. So we're already going to be creating channels for devs. We're going to be bringing devs in the ecosystem as well. So we're going to have a channel for that as well uh, going up or channels for that going up this particular week. So those are the three things, three major things happening this week. And there's going to be uh, more uh, coming. But right now, that's what I want you to take away. So we're going to have the release of the white paper uh, happening this week. We're going to have uh, the, the core team uh, on the community uh, management side uh, coming in this week as well. We, we'll start building that as well. And then we're going to have more people joining us this week and therefore we're going to have more channels so there's going to be uh, activity picking up in the server this week and we look forward to that we look forward to value creation right so um that's where i'm really going to end i just want you to know that everything everything has a small beginning even this seemingly immeasurable universe in which we live was once a tiny, almost imaginably tiny point, uh, if we are to, to, to believe the, the dominant scientific theories that uh, tell this marvelous story of the expansion and origin of the universe. So everything has a small beginning. To a certain extent, everything does have a slow beginning. We're pretty much a month and a few weeks, at, at most one week into this, and we've already done so much. We're building up our momentum, and uh, there's so much in store. And we really, really, really have a huge opportunity here to do the unprecedented and the unexpected. Let's seize this opportunity and let's really, really make history by creating a community where everybody can find opportunity and engage in connect, connecting and creating value with dignity. I really believe in that. We can really do that. We can create this table where everybody can come, have the, their needs met, and really be a part of something greater, something that just gives them purpose and fulfillment and dignity that they could not achieve, uh, th that they have not been able to achieve any other way. And that's the distinction that we're going to, to, to really relentlessly work towards achieving uh, for this community. Thank you so much for your time. And I look forward to the next call. Uh, these calls are going to be very, very uh, <laughs> packed with information. 
but uh, they're going to be much shorter. Uh, the future ones are going to be much shorter than this one because this is like the origin call, uh, the, the, the inception call, so, so to speak, community call. Uh, it's going to be very, it, it was very chock full of information and more on the longer side and for good reasons. So this has been great and I look forward to doing this again. I look forward to providing you updates. We're going to open up a special channel as well for questions, for concerns, for complaints, for anything else you want to share with us because we want to make sure that you're fully heard, right? And so if you listen to this uh, recording and have any questions and or any concerns, uh, we want to make sure that you have a place to do that. So we're going to create uh, a channel to, to for support and for things of that nature. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you for being here. I commend your, your courage and vision. And I want you to know that if you're part of this adventure, you're truly exceptional. And we're grateful to have you here. So this is Nouns. And this is the start of something glorious. And I look forward to writing this legend with you. Until next time, take good care of yourself. And if you need anything, please don't hesitate to reach out. Cheers.